Hello everybody and welcome to another episode of, you guessed it, Are You Not Entertained? For today's episode, it's something a bit more emotional. Something a bit different. Today I'll be talking about certain movies that caused me to react in a certain emotional way, i.e. crime. Now... Uh, let it be said from now that um, I never understood the stigma between people seeing people uh, other people crying as like a sign of weakness. I think it depends on the situation, of course. But when you're watching a movie and and you're endearing to a certain character and his uh, his uh, um, difficulty or, or 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 his journey or whatever, um, that has to be taken into consideration. But, so that's exactly what I'm going to be doing today. I'm going to be talking about movies and about how, uh, I'm also going to be doing a, um, uh, slight spoiler for this episode. I'm talking about specific moments in the movies that made me react a particular way. And, um, hope you guys enjoy it. So, for the first one, uh, the way the list is going to go, it's just going to go with movies that, like, I don't, I don't like as much at first. And then later on, we'll just keep on going. So, like, from movies I didn't like that much, to movies I really, really enjoyed. So, first off, we have one, Bohemian Rhapsody. And so, of course, you guys know, it was directed by one Brian Singer. Uh, had a bunch of, um, a few, a few, like, the well-known actors. Rami Malek, uh... <laughs> Mike Myers, I guess, like those two were the biggest ones, and it's a um, a biography of Queen. I mean, but in honesty, people don't really look at Queen and think about like all other band members, like um, Brian May, Roger Taylor, John Deacon. Um, but people usually think of only uh, Freddie Mercury. Which is like I understand because he's the he's the most beloved one of them all. Um, first off, I'm going to say that uh, Robin Malek's performance as Freddie Mercury was the best. I I'd only put it below um, the next portrayal of a bigger character, which I'm I'm we're talking about the next movie, by the way. Um, I really liked the. Like the the music was well was well established, and I'm mean, the problem with all these shows and all these movies about like a like a famous singer like biography whatever is that it all follows the same kind of like program. It's you look at them from the beginning, or you it's like them performing at the concert and then they flash back to the beginning and they build up all the way to the concert. It's the same thing. It doesn't make a difference. What films should do, I think, in my opinion, is. Like, if you're gonna tell it chronologically, then tell it chronologically. You start from the beginning, and then you go to the end. And then, like, or maybe you can, like, have a few quotes, like, what they do, and what your, like, what their life has, like, uh, come to, or, like, what they're doing right now, or whatever, and that's all fair and done. That happens a lot, but every other movie nowadays, like the Sir um, uh, Adam Compton movie, or, like, the All Lives On Me movie, is the same exact thing. It's 
oh, you're talking about this guy? Well, let's go flashback between his life. I'm like, there's, there's no need for us to do that. We don't have to do that. It's, it's pointless. So, um, and I mean, that's, that's really it for this one. It's, but like the, the moment that really, for me, was like, um, I don't remember what song exactly was playing. Let me check it out here. It's like, um, it happens when I think like, um, uh, I, hmm. I, 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 I don't remember like the exact scene, but I remember it was just like towards the end when like, um, Freddy talks to the, I think it's John Reed. No, 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 no. It's Paul Prenter. Um, and like, like they discuss, um, ending this friendship relationship, whatever. And then he's like, you've been abusing me and you've been like using me for my money and that's it. Um, so it was empowering. It was nice to see for sure. Um, but that's it for me. I mean, I enjoyed the movie. I'm probably not going to watch it again because like, I, it's not my kind of thing. But definite credit for um, Rami Malek for a good performance as Freddie Mercury. I'll give this movie a nice old seven point five out of ten. Being like a nice movie, you can you can enjoy. Fine. Now we have a movie that I personally prefer this point of view and this like this way of production much more. Um, Rocket Man. It had um, directed by Dexter Fletcher. The starring it's Taron Egerton, Jim Bell, Richard Madden, and Bryce Dallas Howard. This is this is not the only time we're going to be seeing Richard Madden. It's coming up quite soon. And uh, I I enjoyed this movie much more than the other one. Why? It's very simple. Because they did a fantastic job like with the singing and the the character work because for those of you who don't know um Taron Egerton was in a movie with Elton John beforehand and he he got time like he spent his time trying to get to know him better and and understand him um it was good the, the movie itself was great but the the part that really brought me to tears was the ending one like they um they were having the the group circle and then all the figures from uh, Elton's past like uh, talk to him and tell him well this is how I feel about this this is how I feel about that this is, it was great I I enjoyed it I thought it was fantastic um uh, and I enjoyed it like like the, this movie did something a bit different with how it was organized. Like it wasn't organized necessarily in a um, in like a like a flashback kind of way. It was, but it was more of the fact that um, certain moments, like like when he had to talk about something, it was him in the in like the therapy room, and and of course since Elton John is still alive. The, the they 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 executed it in a very professional, very proper way. Um. So I the sun the I mean the soundtrack is always gonna be great, fantastic, enjoyable nonetheless. Um. 
but it still feels like another biography for me, and I I liked it, but I'm not probably not gonna watch it again. <laughs> yeah, so, um, I mean that's it for me. Really, nothing nothing else. Okay. Um, next we have Will. Now Will, the reason why Will here is because it appeals to me on both ends as a, a human being, of course, and B, a fan of uh, Liverpool Football Club. Which is all about this message and about this character and what he stands for, what he means, everything. So, um, the um, I'm going to tell you from now. The cast, it's only one person that is very well known. Damien Lewis, and that's it. Uh, like this movie came out in 2011, so I'm going to spoil it. Go ahead. So, basically, the whole story talks about um, how a young fan will is um he had an issue with his father like his father like went around the world and then never came to visit so he comes to visit and and he gives him um he, he promises him that he's gonna watch the uh 2005 champions league final which is at the time set at the time with um with will as like a as like a hey you and me buddy you and me against the world the whole thing and so so w- what happened is very simple is that um uh, Will's father has sadly passed away, and and um, uh, it, it becomes like a whole like a whole issue thing, and and Will is able to go to Paris to meet uh, like um, someone who can help him, someone who can help him get to the next step and whatever, and it it's the movie is basic. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna make it like some fantastic movie, but the reason why it was so enjoyable for me is because I mean like like this kid. Um, uh, the, the the best part was actually towards the end, when they actually arrived to the stadium and everything and fantastic and, um. So, he, he ends up um, uh, going in the lineup like between the the two teams, and like and like he's seeing all his favorite players who are actually there. So like we have uh, 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 the manager uh Kendall Leash. Players like Steven Gerrard and Jamie Carragher, they're all there. Like they're all like, "Hey, hey, we know, we know you're here," and go out there and and um, uh, show the world that you're safe and you're fine and you're and you're ready to win the Luther Trophy. And it was nice seeing like uh, like people that I consider I'm not godlike, but I'm legendary players. I really enjoyed watching as a kid, and. Um, yeah, but, I mean, it was, it was very touching, because that whole night, on its own, although I, I definitely, I definitely wasn't a fan by the time I, wa- by the time I watched the 2005 Champions League final, but I'm going to talk about that much more later on, um, in two weeks time, so, as a, as a fan, I'm going to give this movie a, and nine, because it established something essential about our club and about how we function. Um, which is essential for people to know is that we aren't a regular club. We're like a family. We support one another, and you can see this nowadays easily. If you if you know people who are who are like uh, support other other Liverpool fans, there's been a push recently of. We're here in the tough moments. We have to be here in the tough moments. Yeah, we have to survive. We have to persevere. We have to do whatever, and it's 
really enjoyable, nonetheless. So, okay, I'll give it a 9 out of 10. Now we have two movies that came out last year. First off, we have 1917. And this movie is something else. Uh, directed by Sam Mendes, also produced by Sam Mendes. Uh, the music was good. The music by Thomas Newman. Uh, the cinematography was... Okay. The cinematography was something out of this world. Like, I... I cannot put into words how fantastic cinematography is. And, I mean... I mean, I'm not... Like, I, I'm, like why am I shocked that the cinematography was so fantastic? It was done by one Roger Deakins, who is a very, very well-known uh, cinematographer. Particularly in, um, in like a bunch of stuff. God, he is, I mean, like Sean Jack Redemption, Fargo, Big Lebowski, um, The Village, Company Man, True Grit, Rango, Skyfall, a bunch of stuff. Enjoyable, nonetheless. And, um,. But of course, this movie is particularly known for the fact that it was one of the only movies to be quote-unquote shot um, with one camera. Because of course you can't do that. Because it's, it's impossible. It's like they had to conserve and use two two cameras, which is enjoyable nonetheless. So the cast... Uh, so the, the, yeah, the, the two main characters are fairly unknown. We have George McKay. Uh, and we have Dan... No, Dean Charles Chapman. Other characters, like this in the side characters, are very, very well known. We have Mark Strong, uh, who was in the Kingsman movie, as Merlin. Uh, Andrew Scott, who was, of course, uh, Moriarty from um, Sherlock. Uh, Richard Madden, who, again, is um, the, the, uh, another character from Rocketman. Uh, Colin Firth. Everyone wants to call him first, there's not these. And Benedict Cumberbatch, who is, you know, Sherlock, of course. Uh, the Now, there are two moments in this movie that really brought me to tears. The first one was when the um, when one of the characters, uh, Tom Blake, is shot and, I mean, well, I mean stabbed and killed. Um... The scene was very, very drawn out, but to great effect. Um, and also, something fantastic was the ending. Was when, um, was when you finally meet the brother. Uh, who so basically the story is that like, uh, Will and Tom have to go to um, uh, to deliver a message to like um, Colonel McKenzie. Like to stop the attack, and Tom Tom has a brother, uh, Joseph Blake, and um, so of course when Tom when Tom dies, we know he died. Of course the uh, the um, world knows he died, but uh, Joseph has no idea. So when we finally meet Joseph, is the kids so excited to finally see his brother that like it dawns on him that he didn't survive, he didn't make it. And so, his, so like his his, his brother in arms, Will, t- um, um, asks um, the brother if he can um, um, write the letter to uh, Tom's mom, like saying how brave he was. Um, yeah, 
And I mean, it was a, it was a very, very well executed moment. Nonetheless, I'm gonna give it a 9.5 out of 10. Actually, no, I'll give it a 10 out of 10 for the, for everything involved with this one would be fantastic. Okay, so now we have the piece de la resistance, Jojo Rabbit. Now, okay, so Jojo Rabbit is a comedy drama film. It's directed, <laughs> written, directed by Taika Waititi, who is a fantastic director. Very, very new school, and I think he can easily take the world by storm. Um, there is Rom, so, so the the cast and crew. We have Roman Griffin Davis, who's up and coming. Uh, Thomas and Mackenzie, who I think is going to be doing a movie sometime soon. Yes, last night, last night in Soho, what I'm excited for. Um, and and okay, so uh, <laughs> this is so weird to say, but I'm gonna say it anyway. So um, Taika Waititi, he plays the role of an imaginary version of Hitler, and and it's it's played for jokes. And like I understand that the audience might be like, oh my god, it's so sensitive, but I mean the the whole point of the the movie it's to show that he's in he's not a good person and and he deserves to die i mean that's case you can say whatever you want because he doesn't deserve to die um next we have rebel wilson as Fraulein rom fantastic um stephen merchant as as dirts uh, he's a he's a gestapo agent um alfie allen who okay alfie allen has been in a bunch of stuff i believe so he's been in the prayer Fantastic, John Wick. Yep, he's the the son that got stabbed. Fantastic, of course. Everyone loves to hear the the son that got stabbed. And then Sam Rockwell is um, Captain Kensendorf. Really enjoyable guy. Really enjoyable uh, performance from him. And Scarlett Johansson as Rosie, the George's mother. Now, what I'm gonna have to say though. Is as much as I enjoy the two main characters, Jojo and Elsa, everybody else easily takes a spotlight. I'm sorry to to the actors, but uh, for for uh, Ronga for Davis and uh, Thomas and Mackenzie, but I mean, like like usually you think that they just they just phone it in or they just be like, oh, it's okay, we're not we're not really doing our job properly, whatever. But they all, they all brought life and soul into their characters, uh, especially as uh, Carl Johansson and Sam Rockwell and Taika Waititi. All enough fun, huh? So moments that really affected me were uh, when you find out that um, Rosie, George's mother, passed, uh, has been killed. And okay, I'm gonna say it now, but the way it's executed is it takes you a second to figure out like something is something is going on, and I think it's a very very good job with like executing the camera work for us to see that oh oh it is oh th th this is happening okay well fantastic 
Um, and that that moment was very, very, very difficult. Um, but uh, Sam Rockwell's character, Captain Klesendorf, has an even worse thing because so so it turns out that uh, Rosie, the mother of Jojo, is uh, Jewish, and. Uh, we we kind of figure something out like something is going on like a long time ago uh like towards the beginning of the movie like, like you know she doesn't like them so her likelihood of survival isn't that high so she ends up dying and um sam rockwell's character actually knows that um, um elsa is jewish and hiding in in georgia's house so he so he saves her from like like death or anything like that and and when he, uh, towards the end, he sacrifices himself so that Jojo can, like, actually, like, live life and be happy and everything. It's enjoyable. Um, and it, it, this whole movie deserves a 10 out of 10, to be honest. Because this whole movie is, like, a tale of... It's a, it's a lesson, the fact that you can't be scared. You have to go out and do something about it. You have to... You just don't be a little, a little scaredy cat. You have to fight for whatever. Um... Anyway, I really, really enjoyed this episode today. Um, that was fantastic. Uh, but nonetheless, next week, um, maybe like in a few days' time, I'll do something more. Uh, I'll probably add something to do with movies or something like that. I'm still trying to decide what exactly to add. Maybe I'll do um, remakes or sequels that are not good whatsoever and rank them about... Uh, and write them on how bad they are that sounds fun um anyway this is Rod Kahale signing off for another podcast episode hope you guys enjoy it I really appreciate all the support it really means a lot to me um and see you guys next time and this has been Rod Kahale for are you not entertained thank you and hope you have a great day bye